We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make some noise! Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Fun fact about this song right here. This is uh, Talk Dirty to Me by Poison. Dom, I don't know if you know this. Back in the original Guitar Hero, when it first came out, this was the second song you ever played in the game. So for all of us newbies just starting out, it was Slow Ride by Foghat was the first song that you played. Mm -hmm. And then this song, Talk Dirty to Me by Poison, was number two. I don't remember that. How about I, that? I, I used to play the hell out of Guitar Hero. I, I one of my friends had the uh, had the system and like actually had the game at home. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, it was. I used to, we used to get down with some Guitar my Hero. My biggest my biggest nerd fact, and it is Chris Thomas in for John Chuckery. Halfway home with you, fast two hours in uh, less than twenty minutes. We'll chat with our buddy Michael Duarte from the Left Coast. Is this the year the Braves? have a new opponent in the NL West. Mm, I think that could very well be possible. So stay tuned for that coming up. Okay. I, I'm raising my hand. Everyone has a nerdy thing about them. Don't tell me you don't. Even our coolest, chillest, swaggiest listeners out there, you got a guilty pleasure. Mine in high school with my buddies was the game Rock Band. We had the... Um, On the song Welcome Home (laughs) by Coheed and Cambria, at one point in time, back in 2009, you were looking at the single leaderboard record holder for that song on Rock Band. Really? That is my biggest nerd claim to fame right there. You you were like uh, Kyle and Stan in South Park when they were trying to break a million. That is a great (laughs) reference. Yes. And uh, I was a singer. Oh yeah, how about that? Hit a note for us. Give nah. us one, one, one verse. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that, that'll be. You know what I'll do? The day that I get my own show, okay, I will come on here singing and dancing and skipping all around the I studio. Will hold you how to about that? that? That's what they call a long tease <laughs> yeah. here in the business. All right, let's get down to business. 
It was uh, less than a banner week for UGA off the field. On the field at the Combine, these guys, I mean, Nolan Smith, Stetson Bennett, I mean, stole the show. Two of the best performances of the weekend. Keely Ringo as well. But Kirby Smart, we knew it was only a matter of time, needed to address what happened with Jalen Carter. So he did a sit-down interview with Mark Schlebaugh of ESPN, and Mark did a great job. And the first thing he asked him, is there a culture problem at UGA? Absolutely not. And I would say we're far from it. Do we have perfect? Do we have young men and women and players? Not necessarily. But I promise you this, that's the intent for us to grow these guys and get them better and uh, feel really good about the culture within our program. So I believe Kirby there. I believe Kirby believes he doesn't have a problem. But, you know, ignorance is bliss sometimes. And, yes, these coaches have their pulse on the entire program, or program as Nick Saban likes to say. But when this situation happens and you have, you know, guys and gals that were, yes, they were off the clock, but, you know, those decisions were still made and resulted in two people tragically losing their lives, it's going to come back on the program and it's going to come back on the head coach, even if he knew nothing about it, saw nothing about it, and has done everything in his power to bring people in to talk to the program and preach a message of stability and strength for these young men as they, listen, guys, make no mistake about it. College athletes, specifically the ones that go to a UGA and are part of national championship winning teams, temptation is all around them. I mean, everything you can think of, everything, drugs, alcohol, sex, rock and roll, you name it. These guys are the equivalent of NFL stars at places like UGA and Texas and Alabama, and it's up to them to use their better judgment and best interest, and most of the time they do. In this situation, they certainly did not. Kirby next asked if he was aware of Jalen Carter's situation. Jalen Carter was also stopped in September going nearly twice the speed limit. Were you aware of that incident? I was not aware of that. On that stop, the police body cam shows the officer telling Carter to slow down, tell your teammates to slow down. He mentions a couple other players' names. Was any of that conveyed to your team? No, I was not, I was not aware of those, okay. those things. That's a tough one for me right there. Um, I don't know if Kirby there was just trying to position his argument in a way that <sighs> – says, no, I didn't know, but... Ugh. It sounds terrible, but you know what? It sounds terrible there, but also what makes all of this sound worse was, like, Kirby didn't know about this, but then guys like Todd McShay knew about it. When Todd McShay came out and was talking about how people have serious concerns about Jalen Carter's character. Right, and everyone shot him and every, down. And everyone, everyone said, shot Todd, him oh, down. you don't guilty, know what And the, I was guilty, too. I was one of them. Because we had people on that Absolutely. covered our guy, Connor Riley, who covers mm -hmm. the dogs every single week. He's as plugged in as anyone on UGA. He said he hadn't heard of anything around Jalen Carter. So clearly, either there was an effort to make these things I, not seem as big of a deal as they were, or gen genuinely... Yes. Kirby didn't know what was going on with one of his best right. players. I don't. I don't have. The, I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have the the sounder up. But I believe we the hack journalism would have been a good. That's what we all oh, call yeah, Todd McShay. Yeah, by our <laughs> good buddy Steve Cooney. Yeah.
Uh, next up, Kirby Smart. He says that, listen, racing may be an issue, so we talked about it. It's, it's hard to answer that question because you only know what you find out about. We had a situation this summer that we would bring in athens Clark County Police and um, UGA Police. Local news in Atlanta was covering street racing and drag racing. and um, It's all over the, the, the TV. We wanted to educate our players. So we had a team meeting, and uh, we constantly remind our guys about it. The person behind the wheel is the one that makes the decision what they do with the car, uh, not the car itself. That's what I'm talking about. Like, Kirby, as you guys know, can only do so much. I mean, he can't literally handhold these guys to make the right decision day in and day out. But when you're at a program like Georgia, program, you get every opportunity to make the right decision because these guys bring in speakers and former players and athletes that have stories that are similar to this one, and they educate these guys, and they educate the, the young women that are in the program as well to make the right decision, the staffers and the trainers and everyone that associates with the team. As I said, the temptation is always going to be there, but it's up to these young men and women to make the right choices. Kirby cannot be in the vehicle with them. Kirby cannot be in the dorm rooms with them. He has to trust that when practice is over and the final whistle sounds, that everyone is going to go home and make good choices. But he can't control 70, 80 guys as part of his team and handhold them. It's just not how it works. He said, which is obvious, but... You know, just to cover his tracks, that yes, UGA, anything that authorities wanted, they were willing to listen and give them what they needed. He's do everything they ask. I think there's a, a misperception out there that we may know more than other people, or there's this misperception that we're trying to hide something. We're in search of information, too, and we don't get all that information. So we'll cooperate fully with authorities and, and, and give them all the information we can. Again... Does he not know all the information? I, I find that so hard to believe. But again, Kirk, I don't have any reason to believe otherwise. I mean, there's nothing that points to Kirby being shady or Kirby, you know, running a program in a backhanded way or trying to, you know, buck the trend or buck the system, so to speak. So, I mean, I'm going to take his word for it. Let's see. The, here's the litmus test, guys. What happens over the next five years? If Georgia has a completely clean slate, which is damn near impossible, but close to it, then we'll know that, you know, things are being done the way that they need to. But if it continues to be a situation where players are getting arrested for this, that, and the other, then we'll know. Kirby Smart, let's hear this one, Dom. Not changing any policies between players and staff. This is interesting. No, nothing that we would change. I mean, no, no, no policy that we, we have caused this accident. Um, and uh, it's a very unfortunate, tragic accident. Okay, so status quo is that is that okay? like is that okay? So I mean, nothing's gonna change. I don't know. Yeah, because you're talking about like we have no policy that led to this incident. Well, well, yeah, duh, duh. I like, mean, what? <laughs> do you need to have a specific policy that In says "Thou shalt not street race"? Right. I don't. I, that's kind of a non-answer to me, Kirby. Yeah, he's, he's playing politician here a little bit, but, I mean, he doesn't want to put his, his school in a bad light either. I mean, he is the face and ambassador for all things UGA football and UGA in general at this point. I mean, the statues, if it's not built already, it will be soon. So he needs to do his best to protect the program, but also try to be as honest as he can. Last one from Kirby, what he remembered about that tragic evening. Heartache. 
um, got a call at three or so in the morning and um, went immediately to the uh, emergency room where um, probably one of the toughest moments I've ever experienced as a, as a coach and a leader um, to see the pain in the faces of the, the players who had joined up at the uh, emergency room that morning. still remember the ER doctor telling me the news and uh, just one of the most painful experiences of my life. Yeah, and well said there by Kirby. And, and that's something that's going to be, unfortunately, hovering around the program for a long time because, you know, those two, those two individuals were loved. They had, you know, basically their family. They were part of the UGA family, and they always will be. And to have a tragic accident like that, I mean, it's just such a shame because you would, you would just hope, as we've been talking about listening to Kirby here, that those individuals with the instruction and the education that they had could have and would have made better decisions in that spot. There's no way to put us in the heads of those individuals. There's no way to put us in the hearts of those individuals. But life will, unfortunately and ultimately, go on. But Jalen Carter went back to the combine. He's, for all intents and purposes, still going to be probably a top 10 pick. And, you know, it'll be up to Kirby to – you know, tighten the reins a little bit on his program and say, hey, guys, look at this tragedy. We can never, ever, 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 ever have something like this happen again. So I thought that was a really good job by Mark Slaybaugh of ESPN talking with our very own Kirby Smart here in the great city of Atlanta and the great state of Georgia. All right, moving on to better and brighter topics, and that is the Atlanta Braves. Because I don't know about you guys, I am pumped for this season, I think the Braves have a chance to win another World Series. What's a team that's been their bugaboo? How about the Dodgers? And how about the Padres, who may be the team that's up and coming to steal their stuff? We'll check in with our buddy Michael Duarte from NBC LA, get the latest on that. And is this it for LeBron? We're going to ask him. It is Chris Thomas in for Chuckery Sports Radio, 929 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. 
if you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is Chris Thomas in for John Chuckery tonight. Excited to head out to the WadeFord.com hotline and welcome in my next guest, a longtime radio friend of mine, Michael Duarte from NBC LA. Michael, appreciate you, man. How are you? Hey, Chris. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm happy to hear you in the in the main seat tonight. I like it. You're doing great tonight. Hey, appreciate it, Michael. So let's start. I want to start with uh, some baseball with you because the Braves and Dodgers have been postseason rivals now for more than a few years. But I would contend that it might be the Padres that are going to be giving the Braves fits in the postseason. What say you? Yeah, I think the Padres now are, you know, they've always been a division rival as of late. I think they're even more of a division rival uh, as good as they've come. It's the question that we end up asking manager Dave Roberts, uh, you know, President Andrew Friedman all the time. Like, are, are you doing counter moves to what the Padres do? And this reminds me back in the day when the Red Sox and Yankees in like the early to, to mid-2000s were going back and forth. Alex Rodriguez comes to mind. I remember he signed with the Red Sox first and then went to the Yankees where like each team is trying to counter these big moves and signings and trades with one another. And that's kind of what this Dodgers Padres rivalry has become. Uh, And it was interesting to see that uh, most experts right now are still predicting the Dodgers to, to win the NLS division here in 2023. When I actually think if the Padres pitching holds up, they have a better lineup and, and potentially better pitching. They're not as deep as the Dodgers, uh, which which counts in that 162 regular game season, but I think the Padres could steal the division this year. What did our old buddy Freddie Freeman bring to the club with his first stint? Yeah, and it's interesting, and obviously with you know a lot of crackdown on on some of the juice ball theories and pitchers now, uh, you know having to not use the sticky stuff anymore and, and changes to the game. Obviously, the shift is now back. Uh, Freddie Freeman has brought a guy who can consistently hit 300 with this team. You're not going to necessarily see him hit 30, 40 home runs, uh, you know, like Mookie Betts uh, might be able to do this year. But but Freddie Freeman showed an unbelievable and uncanny ability to hit for average uh, and do some great situational hitting, which is something I know the Dodgers love teaching and have been and been trying to implement among a lot of guys, including Gavin Lux, who has been under. Freddie Freeman's tutelage, but will be out this season with that torn ACL injury, which which is a shame. But Freddie's been able to hit for average and prove clutch hitting. And right now, uh, there's a little bit of a youth movement going on with this Dodgers organization here in 2023. A lot of veteran guys like, you know, Cody Bellinger is one that comes to mind. Uh, Justin Turner, you know, an all-time Dodger third baseman, leaves in free agency. Kenley Jansen, you mentioned the Braves, went to the Braves last year, now on the Red Sox as well. So a lot of guys that were part of those championship runs in 17, 18 in the bubble and 20 are gone. And Freddie Freeman now is ushering in this new wave of, of younger players, uh, prospects that are going to get a runway here to actually show what they can do in 2023. And from what I've seen in just a few days, I was at spring training last week. 
uh, and we'll go back again. What I saw a little bit last year, Freddie's been taking him under his wing and teaching him the ropes, and I think that's incredibly valuable for, for this younger now Dodgers team. How long is the leash for manager Dave Roberts? Because you could argue, despite all the wins, he's underachieved. Well, I mean, I think Dave Roberts has the best winning percentage of any manager who has coached as long as he has. Um, you know, he's broken a lot of Dodgers records. Uh, I think when you say he's underachieved, you look specifically just at his postseason track record. And, you know, I wrote about this when they lost uh, to the Padres in four games in the NLDS last year uh, ad nauseum because if you look at a team like the Houston Astros, whose comeuppance came right around the same time as the Dodgers did, you can look at what the Astros have done. I think they've now won two World Series titles, uh, been to four or five, whereas the Dodgers – I believe now have been to three in that same span and one only one. And to me, when you look at what the Astros have done and you're trying to decide like, you know, what team is a dynasty, the Astros uh, collection of trophies and their track record is, is better in the postseason than the Dodgers. But when you look at Andrew Friedman, who's still running this organization, when you look at Stan Kasten, one of the owners of the team, you know, they don't take postseason success as, as important as let's say what he's able to do to guide a team through the regular season. And obviously he's done that very well in his tenure with the Dodgers. So I think that, that Dave Roberts, I think his leash is fine, but I do think that fans are getting frustrated with the post lack of postseason success. And that is something he's going to, at some point, whether it's this season or next season, try to have to correct. Talking all things left coast with our buddy Michael Duarte from NBC LA. Switching over to the Rams now. They're one of the more interesting teams in the NFL. F them picks has kind of come back to bite them, even though they do have the one Super Bowl to show for it. This team is, are they in a rebuild, Michael, or are they retooling? Yeah, it's definitely a retool, not a complete rebuild. Um, but, you know, I'm glad you brought up the Rams. Obviously, it's something we talk about a lot with you being there in Atlanta, and they played in the Super Bowl there, you know, in 2019 there in Atlanta. But but what we're seeing now with the Rams is the Rams got that Super Bowl that they've been coveting for the last, you know, handful of seasons here in the Sean McVay era. Uh, last season at home at SoFi Stadium, uh, that was obviously a, a great game that I was at and, and to be a part of. And then what they did was uh, general manager Les Snead, as you mentioned, FM Picks, he then went out and he paid all of the players that helped him win the championship, gave them long-term extensions to keep them in blue and gold. And we're talking guys like Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and they obviously deserved you know, those, those paychecks for what they did. But now it's time to pay the piper. The bill is coming due. And the Rams are way over the salary cap, and they need to make moves just to be under the cap this season. So I think you're going to – obviously, they've already parted ways with Bobby Wagner. That saves them $5 million. I think they're ultimately going to end up trading a guy like Allen Robinson, which didn't prove to be um, the, the receiver that they need alongside Cooper Cup. I know Robert Woods, who was there previously, is a free agent. That's a guy who you could see maybe returning to the team or the organization this offseason. So that could be one possibility. Uh, I think they do ultimately end up trading Jalen Ramsey as well. Uh, and this is money-saving moves, not necessarily rebuild moves like you saw, because they still have that core I mentioned. You still have Matthew Stafford. You still have Cooper Cup. Uh, you still have Aaron Donald on the other side. Uh, but what they, what, what they, I think they learned this year, and they probably knew it, 
when you pay all these guys, and what we've seen in the NFL over the last several decades, is when you have your quarterback under rookie contracts and you're able to kind of pay everybody else, you can have success and you can have sustained success up until when you got to pay everybody and then you get to be thin uh, on the rest of the, the spots and, and skill positions and then depth comes into play. The Rams have no depth and they saw that that played out this year. They're going to try to save enough money to get more depth. I don't know whether they'll be able to do that with the large contracts that they have. So they're going to try to continue this little championship window around the core, you know, for the next two, three seasons, I think. And if it's just not working because of injuries and the lack of depth, then they might end up blowing it up and doing a complete rebuild, like you said. Another uh, former Ram that's out there I think could be a good piece for the Falcons, Michael. What did you see from Leonard Floyd? Oh, yeah, I think Leonard Floyd would be a great piece with the with, uh, Falcons. Leonard Floyd, but here's the thing, and this is, this is a question I've always asked, uh, Raheem Morris, I've always asked Sean McVay over the years. Leonard Floyd really came into his own in that 2022 championship season, obviously was great, uh, didn't have as great success last year, was a little bit banged up. But I've always asked this, right? When you go on a team, on a defensive line especially, with Aaron Donald on it, three-time defensive player of the year, you know, future Hall of Famer, Aaron Donald gets double and triple teamed. It was one of the reasons why adding Von Miller in that 2022 championship run alongside him and Leonard Floyd and Greg Gaines, for that matter, was so important because it freed up Aaron Donald, especially as you saw in that Super Bowl, to get some one-on-one matchups, which he will beat every single time. So to me, I think Leonard Floyd could help the Falcons. I think he's learned a lot in his few years here with the Rams. But I always ask this, is the success of guys like that, is that a product of Aaron Donald being double and triple teamed and you having straight lanes to the quarterback or, you know, just having to beat one guy? Or is it because they really learn and become a very good player? And that's one of those questions I do have alongside Leonard Floyd. Um, You know, is he an elite, potentially Pro Bowl level player or is it just because he played alongside Aaron Donald? Uh, But I do think he'd be a good fit with the Falcons either way. Great point. Talking with Michael Duarte, NBC LA, Chris Thomason for John Chuckery, taking you up until 11 o'clock this evening. All right, let's finish up with a little NBA, Michael. LeBron James, just when things got cooking for the Lakers, he goes down. Is this going to be the last viable season for him in LA? What do you foresee his future being with the club in such a state of flux? Yeah, that's a great question, Chris. And it's funny because I'm still I'm here literally outside of Crypto.com Arena. I don't know if you heard the siren earlier. Uh, about to go inside the arena for this Pau Gasol retirement night here with the Lakers, uh, which should be a very special night. But it's got a little bittersweetness to it because this Lakers team, after the trade deadline, uh, really did what they should have done, and that's part ways and hit the eject button on the Russell Westbrook experiment add depth, add shooting, add rebounding around around and alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and give them the depth to be able to absorb injuries to one of those two guys, which I think was the whole point of bringing in Westbrook to begin with after that uh, 2021 season, which they lost in the first round of the Suns after AD got hurt. And then, of course, you know, you, you have success. You're 4-1 and one after the trade deadline, and then LeBron James gets hurt. And now my gut is telling me he will be out for the rest of the regular season at least. Uh, especially with seeing him in the walking boot. And he's been in a scooter around uh, Crypto.com Arena for the last few home games, which is something you really only see with guys, you know, with with torn Achilles tendons and stuff, having to use a scooter to get around. But LeBron James is indeed using a scooter to get around Crypto.com. To me, 
I think with what the Utah Jazz did at the deadline, trading a lot of pieces, that, that they're going to fall out of that play-in picture. And I think the Lakers should comfortably get into the play-in if they can hold off the Trailblazers and Thunder. That allows LeBron to heal that foot and that tendon that he, that he, that he uh, hurt and injured uh, and come back potentially for a play-in tournament where you would need two victories to get into the playoffs the first round. And then, of course, a date with the Denver Nuggets if that happened. But I think he does end up coming back next year. I think he's going to be this, this version of himself where he can still play at a high level but he is going to have to overcome injuries at his age. Uh, and so same thing with Anthony Davis. So I think they're going to try to build around him. But I think next season will likely be the last season we see LeBron with the Lakers. I think after that he goes with whatever team drafts Bronny James. Last one, Michael. I saw the video earlier from the groundbreaking ceremony for the new Clippers arena with Steve Ballmer in rare, rare form as he always is, um, is the appetite uh-huh. there for the Clippers? I mean, it seems like they're always in the mix, but I don't, L.A. is such a saturated sports market. What can you tell me about that? Yeah, I will say a couple of things about this, right? I think Steve Ballmer's purchase of the land that we're into at Dome Days, he also purchased the Forum as part of it. Uh, I think it's a great place to be in Inglewood because there's just so much going on, so much building. If you haven't been to SoFi Stadium yet, Chris, I recommend it. It is the greatest stadium I've ever seen in the entire world. So uh, building around there and moving the Clippers so they are a little bit out of the shadow of the Lakers. And in the case of Intuit Dome, having a brand-new building uh, to play in that's going to be state-of-the-art and going to be a heck of a lot better than – crypto.com arena which is you know going to be coming up on 25 almost 30 years old here pretty soon to me that's a smart decision and then the last thing i'll say about what the clippers have done here over the last i don't know where we're at since balmer bought the team maybe eight years now he has really spent a lot of money to invest in the youth communities here in los angeles something the lakers do a poor job of in my opinion the lakers are kind of like we're the brand we're worldwide Uh, internationally known and recognized, but the Clippers have really put investments into the youth in the community. They're taking over basketball courts at elementary schools, at high schools. They're changing parks. They're putting the Clippers logo on these courts, and they're having guys like Kawhi Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and everybody else come out and, uh, and, and show up for these kids and hand out backpacks and things. So what I think that they're doing in doing this is that they're investing in the next generation of fans and if they have a brand-new arena, they're located outside of SoFi Stadium, uh, and they can keep up this winning ways where they're making the postseason and they have superstars around them, I think they can make dividends into that you know, dominant Lakers fandom here in the L.A. sports scene, as you mentioned, and, and really start to carve their own kind of niche, uh, similar to what LAFC has done alongside the L.A. Galaxy here in the MLS world. Michael Duarte, check him out, NBC LA. Thank you so much. Enjoy the game and the ceremony tonight. Thanks, Chris. Have a great rest of the show. All right, Michael Duarte there, NBC LA. One of my longtime radio friends. You make radio friends in this industry, Dom. It's interesting because, you know, you have you have your real life friends, obviously, IRL, but in this industry, you become close with a lot of people that you never meet. I've been talking with Michael <laughs> right. Duarte for going on it's gotta be at least five years now because yeah. he was a weekend warrior for me when I was a producer at CBS Sports Radio, and he would also Come on after hours with Amy Lawrence being on the West Coast when I was her producer back in the day as well at CBS Sports Radio. So it's always fun to catch up with Michael. All right, when we come back, let's talk a little brave, shall we? We're going to do something fun. Season's about to begin. 
How good are the Braves going to be? How about a couple of over-unders? Matt Olson, is he going to hit 40 home runs? Ronald Acuna, 40-40 guy? I don't know. Let's see what Dom has in store. All that and more. Chris Thomas in for JC. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. No, no. No, I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Coming up in less than 20 minutes, we're going to get back into the topic du jour, which, of course, is Lamar Jackson being franchised and all the ramifications from it. Howard Balzer, one of the best NFL, that would be, National Football League, reporters and writers in the country is going to join me in less than 20 minutes. Why is MLB on my brain? Because we're about to talk some Braves. Let's dream a little, people, shall we? This team has so much potential. So much could go right this season. In fact, I don't think it's a stretch to say. I don't think it's a hot take at all. The Braves are championship good. They are. They're one of the three or four best teams in the National League, no doubt about it. I mean, Michael Harris, full season. Spencer Strider, full season. Matt Olson, year two. Austin Riley got paid. Max Freed. I mean, this team's exciting, guys. There's no there's no way around it. So let's dare to dream with a little over, under. Exactly how good could this team be? That's up to Dom to ask mm-hmm. me to decide. So I've got a couple over-unders for you here. Some of them are pretty interesting. Some of them are just kind of straightforward. Um, but I want to start with Ronald Acuna Jr. Ronald Acuna Jr., during his rookie season, posted his best batting average with 293. Never hit 300. Never hit 300. Huh, that, you know, that's a good fact. So, my question to you, Ronald Acuna Jr., over under 293 batting average this season. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say Ronald Acuna Jr. You ready for this? Here we go. Hot take is your National League MVP. Hmm. He will bat 300. He will hit over 30 home runs. He will steal over 30 bases. And he will win. A gold glove in right field. How about that? That's that's, that's the type of season. of season I'm expecting from Ronald Acuna Jr. to bounce back and return to his form. You could tell how frustrated he was last year. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like he never really felt like himself. There were times when he played like himself a little bit, but then he would fall back off. I think this year, rocking and rolling and ready to go. Huge things. Best player in the NL, Ronald Acuna Jr., 2023. Book. I, I do like the steals, the stolen bases, um, especially with bases obviously getting a little bit bigger. But more importantly, you know, pitchers not being able to just sit there and throw seven times at a guy to try and keep him at base. Like, I like all of that. I think that's something that has been missing from baseball is the stolen base. Um, So I like that they're trying to make that a part of the game again with some of the newer rules. All right. Marcelo Zuna has been (sighs) – 
he has been. He's been something, all right. But we're going to be positive, right? Marcelo Zuna, bounce back. Bounce back year. Marcelo Zuna, over, under, 35 and a half home runs hit this season. Oh, my goodness. Uh, under, way under. But, 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 dare I say but, that could still be a really good season. Mm-hmm. 35 is, I mean. 35 is a bit much. That's huge. I'm going to say. Say Mar- 30. I'm going to say Marcelo Zuna hits. Let's say 30. Over, under 30. Then. Still under. Still under? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say it's more like the 24 to 27 range. So and that, if he's coming off the bench, that's still a really good year because I don't expect him to be an everyday player. He's not going to be. So he hit 23 last season. But if you look at the numbers, I think most of that was front-loaded. Mm-hmm. So I think if you give a well-rounded 27 in, I don't know, how many plate appearances is he going to get? Three, fifty, maybe, maybe? Maybe. I mean, because if you think about it, He's not playing the outfield. No. Be damned. I mean, that's that's <laughs> no. a break glass in case of emergency scenario. So he's going to DH, but he's splitting DHing duties between Darno mm-hmm. and then everybody else that needs a day off. <laughs> yeah. So I think at max, he's going to play three days a week. So you flesh that out over the course of a season. If he can hit 260 with 24 home runs, 75 RBIs and an OPS of 830. Mm-hmm. I think Braves fans should You'll be, be happy with ecstatic. That. Okay, okay, okay. All right, next up, let's talk about Spencer Strider. Now, you have already put in your bid for Ronald Acuna Jr. to be NL MVP. Sure did. I'm going to ask you over under, Spencer Strider will finish top five in Cy Young voting this season. Over under. If his arm can take a full season, uh, he could. I'm going to say he will be, yes. He doesn't t- have to win it. That's what I said. Right. He just has to right, finish right, top right. five. I, I like the top five there because I don't think he's going to win it. I'm going to say that's r- right on the money. He'll be top five. Right at five. He'll finish fifth <laughs> in the Cy Young Award. He'll finish fifth. Voting. And the only reason I'm not sure about it being higher is I'm just not sure about the workload. I think with how hard he throws, I know his mechanics are really good, and I know he keeps himself in phenomenal shape, but innings are a beast Mm -hmm. when you're young and you're throwing really hard and every pitch is 100 miles an hour. (laughs) I mean, look what happened to Jacob deGrom as he got older. He was a guy that was throwing 100 miles an hour, and now he's breaking down. So... If he can handle the workload and he's smart about the way that he pitches, mm-hmm. fifth. Fifth. Okay. Fifth. Well, I was going to say, according to Max Fried, that's something that Spencer Strider does a very good job of. Is he's, He spoke about how even as a young player, he understands his body very well. He does all the little things, and he has a lot of control. You know what Spencer Strider has a little bit of, and I think as he gets older, we're going to see more of this. He's got a little bit of Aaron Rodgers in him. Explain. I can see him being like, Experimental in the holistic healing. Oh, you mean pro- Spencer Strider is going to have an ayahuasca trip? Well, maybe not that far. I said a little Aaron Rodgers. In him. <laughs> not, I didn't say not full Aaron Rodgers. He's right. taking a trip to uh, you know the Great Beyond <laughs> and 
you know, talking with his forefathers' forefathers about whether or not he should He's come not back to the brain. In, in hobbit holes. For, no, for no, the I don't. I don't know if I see a darkness <laughs> retreat. But when you hear Spencer Strider talk, he's made little subtle references about you know things like yoga and taking really mm-hmm. good care of his body and yeah. stretching and all that kind of stuff. I think as he gets older and he gets more confident, that side of him may be fleshed out a little bit. Yeah. Just something. Put a pin in it. Okay. Put a we'll, pin in it. We'll keep twenty twenty six. Let's okay. see Spencer we'll Strider. Okay. He we'll may come have back to he it. may have long hair. <laughs> he may have a full beard. You know, yeah. I, I could see it. Okay. I'm I, I'm not mad at it. I, I I could see that too. Just don't go full Aaron Rodgers. Never go full Aaron Rodgers. No darkness. Or truth. No. <laughs> That's where we cut him off. All righty. Next up. So obviously, much has been made about the Braves starting pitching rotation. Um, the top four seems to be solidified. That fifth spot is the interesting spot. Um, Michael Soroka, Ian Anderson, Bryce Elder, guys like that. That's Michael. Michael Soroka. Michael Soroka. Yes. <laughs> Not Mike. <laughs> but all three of those guys obviously are going to be fighting for that final spot. I just picked Mike Soroka or Michael Soroka. My apologies. Um, I picked Michael Soroka in this instance, and this is something that Grant has spoken about a lot, is that whoever is kind of the odd man out could be, you know, maybe get spend some time in Gwinnett. You know, maybe the Braves say, oh, they're dealing with an injury here, or, you know, send them down so that way they can get something. Cor-. So my question to you with Michael Soroka, over under three weeks spent in Gwinnett this season. Has he thrown a pitch yet? I don't think he has. So... Maybe, possibly. I'm going to have to take the, the over on that one. I don't know if he's going to be ready to go. I need an update on that. I uh, I know he had a setback, mm-hmm. and I think it pushed everything back a little bit. That is correct. I don't yes. recall him being in a game yet. If I if I if if he has, tweet me. See Thomas Radio, let me know. 404-741-0929. But I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good news is, Michael... Soroka <laughs> and Ian Anderson to me are not options out of the bullpen. So Bryce Elder would be the only guy to me that mm-hmm. I could see them keeping around as a spot starter, long inning reliever type of guy. So I was gonna say Abe, our good our good friend Abe Gordon believes that Bryce Elder he believes that that fifth spot is his. Really? Yes. It might be by default. And that's because if, if Ian Anderson point. has another clunker or two, yeah. how can you trust them? And that so that was his whole point was that. This is Bryce Elder's job to lose. Like, basically, he said, Soroka and Ian Anderson, we're going to have to take it from him. Elder had a rough outing, too, this spring, though, if I remember correctly. He Didn't gave up too great. He gave up bombs. I know he had those two good starts against the Marlins last year where he struck out, like, ten guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tough, Tom. I'm going to say over, but with the optimism that he's going to come he's back be... and he'll get a chance to be the fifth starter. But, man, Ian Anderson, Michael Soroka – they got the dog in them. I know yeah. they do, but it's just been a rough, rough couple of years for those guys. Absolutely. All righty. Let's do some Braves win totals. Ooh, love it. So the Braves won 100 games last season. My question to you. Braves win total this season over under 104 and a half. Wow, that's a big number. Um, do I think the Mets are going to win more than that? That's the question, and I don't think they are. I'm going to say under, but they still win the division. Under, so but still win the division? Okay. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say they win. Do they break 100? 
I'm going to say they win 101 games. Okay, so one and more than last that's season. that's still good enough to take the NL East. It's so. an improvement from last season. Yeah, <laughs> that's 104. Is bi- I mean, that's... You well, know. you got to think. This team, they won 100 games last season and got off to a pretty bad start. Like, they were slow out the gate. Yeah, got but the Mets are really good. And the Phillies are really good. That's true. And the Marlins are always a pain in the butt. The Nationals stink, but... You got you got teams in your division that are gonna give you a ton of crap. Mm-hmm. So I think that could get in the way of a number that big. But again, I still think they win the division, and it's 101 wins. 101. Pick one more, last one. Here last we go. One? End on okay. a bang. Uh, Braves season obviously ended a little bit earlier than they expected. Yeah. First round. Basically, this question is: Are they going further than that this season? Oh yeah. I think the Braves have a good chance to make the World Series. So, really, I think way over, way, way over, over, way over, way, way over. over. Yes, the new era of Braves baseball starts this season. Mm-hmm. Post Freddie, post Dansby, it's time for the Strider, Harris, Riley era to begin. I'm gonna say <laughs> Grissom, NLC at Vaughn Grissom as well. That'll be interesting to see what happens with him. By the way, um, NLCS minimum. For the Braves this year. How about that? NLCS minimum. Minimum. I like that. I minimum. Like that. I like that. So we have the Falcons competing for the division and the Braves making a championship game. Positive. And the Hawks. And the Hawks. Who the hell knows? And the Hawks. <laughs> we'll leave it right there. All right, coming up next, back to the topic of the day, Lamar Jackson. Where the heck is he going to wind up? Let's ask one of the best in the business, NFL reporter Howard Balzer joins me next. Chris Thomas in for J.C., Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Bart's. <laughs>